welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast, where Dr. Weta Brown inspires and promotes movement. She explains how it adds to life from a mental wholeness aspect, how obstacles can be overcome in life to make it to the finish line. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy. Today, I'm going to talk about a very common injury among runners, plantar fasciitis. I have suffered significantly from this condition. First, I will start off with a brief description of what it is. Plantar fasciitis is a painful condition affecting the bottom of the foot. It is a common cause of heel pain. Plantar fasciitis can come from a number of underlying causes. The plantar fascia is a structure that runs from the front of the heel bone or the calcaneus to the ball of the foot. This dense strip of tissue helps support the arch of the foot by acting something like a string on an archer's bow. When the foot is on the ground, a tremendous amount of force, the full body weight is transferred to the plantar fascia. This force stretches the plantar fascia as the arch of the foot tries to flatten from the weight of the body. This is just like the string on a bow, how it is stretched by the force of the bow trying to straighten. This leads to stress on the plantar fascia where it attaches to the heel bone. Small tears of the fascia can result. These tears are normally repaired by the body, but sometimes chronic inflammation of the fascia can result. This causes a significant amount of pain. My plantar fasciitis started when I was training for the Chicago Marathon in 2014. It would bother me during my long runs, particularly when I ran more than 14 miles. I was able to complete my training but I did have to do some modification at the end. I completed the Chicago Marathon in October 2014. After the marathon, free massages were offered for my running group. At the end of a massage, The person attempted to massage my feet. She touched my heel and I almost jumped off the table. It hurt so bad. I was able to hobble home. I took some time off. I started going to physical therapy. I have a physical therapist 
on speed dial, Liz at Impact Physical Therapy. She is amazing. I also went to acupuncture. I was fortunate as the hospital where I am on staff had acupuncture located in the hospital at a reduced rate. I got better and was able to start training in December of 2014. I had a packed schedule in the spring. And also in the winter, I am an avid skier. I usually take about three to four trips in the winter. I ski about three to four days hard. And oftentimes, either I get an injury skiing from falling or from overdoing it. I also, while I'm on a ski trip, I try to continue to train. I will go to a spin class. I will find a pool in the area. I also try to run either on the treadmill or around the neighborhood where I'm staying because I'm always preparing for a race in the spring or other races in the summertime. Well, on a ski trip, I thought I just had a cold, but it progressed. I developed the flu. I was out of commission for about a month, which was unusual. I usually take a couple weeks to get back to normal, but I was out of commission for about a month. I did not have the energy to properly train. Also, work is usually busy in the winter, particularly if it's a snowy winter, because a lot of people fall and break bones. I'm an orthopedic surgeon, and part of my job is to fix broken bones. So if it's a bad winter, I am busy. So with my work schedule and with my illness, I attempted to catch up, so to speak, on my running. I think I may have overdid it. My foot pain returned, and now it was not just one foot, it was both feet. I continued to run, but I downgraded my marathon to a half marathon. I also had a Ragnar relay early April, and Ragnar is a relay race where 12 people run over 24 hours. I've done two. I've done one from Wisconsin, go back to Chicago, and also completed one in San Diego. And this is the one that I did in April. I was able to complete the race and I did not have any significant pain. While I ran 15 miles over two days, they were broken up into four different runs and I tried to pick a leg that did not have significant amount of mileage. The last race I was able to do was Susan G. Coleman 10K 
on Mother's Day. It is a tradition. I usually run Susan G. Coleman in memory of my mother who passed away with breast cancer. After the race, both of my feet hurt significantly. I noticed that it even hurt when I walked. Prior to this race, it was just with a significant mileage, but I was really concerned that it got to the point where it hurt significantly when I was walking. So I went back to rehab to see Liz. She recommended that I change shoes. I was running in a neutral shoe at the time. And she suggested that I try a stability shoe. While I was getting my rehab, there was another gentleman who actually worked at a local Fleet Fleet store. And he said that he would be happy to see me at the store and try some different shoes to see what brand would be good for me. Also, while I was in physical therapy, I underwent a video analysis to determine if I had any tendencies that make me more prone to injuries. And I did, I pronate or my feet turn in and I'm also flat-footed and that also puts a lot of extra stress on your plantar fascia. So part of my rehab was working on my foot intrinsic. The muscles of the foot can help support your arch. And if your foot muscles are strong, and if you have an arch, it takes pressure off of your plantar fascia. I also wore night splints. The theory behind night splints is the splints keep you in what's called dorsiflexion, which is your ankle is up. Oftentimes, when most people sleep, their foot is in plantar flexion, which is your foot is down. That causes your plantar fascia to be shortened. So it's in a prolonged shortened state. When you get up in the morning, you put pressure on your foot, you put it in dorsiflexion, or your foot goes up, the lengthening of the plantar fascia causes stress and pain. So if your foot is maintained in a lengthening position, it puts less stress and you have less pain as a result. This is one reason people often have pain first thing when they get up in the morning on their first step. This is very common with plantar fasciitis. I also received tape and the theory behind the tape is it puts your foot in a better position. Again, I am flat-footed. It gives your foot an arch. So remember before when I was saying that the body weight causes your foot to flatten. 
and this stretches your plantar fascia. So if the tape tries to maintain somewhat of an arch, there's less pressure on your plantar fascia, therefore less pain. My foot got better, but I still was not able to run. I saw a foot and ankle orthopedic surgeon. I got tired of treating myself with not much success. Again, I'm an orthopedic surgeon, and oftentimes I would treat myself and call my physical therapist, and I usually can mend without any difficulty. But this injury was prolonged, and I still couldn't run. So. I was evaluated, and he recommended cortisone injections. And cortisone is a strong anti-inflammatory medication, and it's injected right into the site. But it is not good to have too many cortisone injections as it can cause a rupture. So I had one in each foot which helped, but the injections were significantly painful. I tried to gradually get back into my running routine. I still had pain, but I could run, but my pace was significantly slower. My cadence was as slow as well. So I was still concerned. I was able to run a 10K that I had planned for my birthday. But at the end of the race, my pain returned. The struggle continued. Following the pain after the 10K, I saw another opinion. Liz recommended that I go see a foot specialist at the Running Institute. She had seen success with many of her other clients who had been referred there. So I was evaluated. He ordered an MRI and my MRI showed small tears of my plantar fascia and significant inflammation. He gave me another cortisone injection, which helped with the pain again, but I still couldn't run. I was able to do some walking, but I was not able to run and train. After the injection did not provide me substantial relief, because my goal was not to be able to walk. My goal was to return to running and return to training and return to racing. I wanted to do more marathons and other races as well. He recommended a procedure called Tenex. And Tenex is a minimally invasive technology designed to perform a percutaneous tenotomy or a fasciotomy. And what it does is it makes small incision and it debris the area that is inflamed and that is has these tears. It helps to 
promote increased blood flow and renewed healing response. That is the theory behind it. Versus doing a large incision and a surgical procedure. This was a minor procedure. I had to have an anesthesia for it. I had to be out of work for two days. Had the procedure on Thursday, and I went back to work on Monday. The recovery was difficult. I was unable to bear any weight for six weeks. But I still worked. Had a cam walker boot. I also had a knee walker. So I was able to work using the knee walker. I just didn't do any surgeries. I was able to see patients in clinic. I Ubered to work and Ubered home and used grocery delivery services and delivery services for other items. I got to the point where I was quite proficient with my knee walker. I even used it to go to the doctor, which is about four or five blocks from where I live. That summer was difficult because I was unable to race and I was unable to cycle. At that time, I had started leisurely cycling and I missed the last part of the season. And I also love fall running when it starts getting cool. That is my favorite time of year to run. So, but I was happy. I had confidence that this procedure would work and would finally resolve my chronic plantar fasciitis. So my six week recovery was complete. My plantar fasciitis was gone, but I had pain around the incision site. I went to therapy. I was still not able to run. I continued therapy. Liz, my therapist, suggested dry needling. And dry needling is a technique where fine needles are used to cause small, precise injury or lesion in the tissue when it enters the body. The needle induces an injury to the area. This injury signals the brain to initiate a sequence of events to repair the damaged tissue with new healthy tissue. It is a very effective treatment, but is significantly painful. It helped, but Again, I still was not able to run. So Dr. Chen at the Running Institute 
recommended shockwave treatment. Shockwave therapy is used in the treatment of plantar fasciitis. He thought that it may relieve my symptoms related to the scar. The specific mechanisms of shockwave therapy. The theory behind shockwave therapy is unclear, but multiple studies have shown that it can destroy sensory unmyelinated nerve fibers, or it basically destroys the nerve fibers that causes pain to that particular area. It is also shown to stimulate collagen synthesis and degenerative tissue. So it's thought to have a healing effect to the damaged tissue. It worked. My insurance didn't cover it, so I had to pay out of pocket for the sessions. But ultimately, with the dry needling and the shock therapy, I was able to resume running pain-free. My plantar fasciitis had finally resolved after a two-and-a-half-year battle with plantar fasciitis. I was finally cured. The plantar fasciitis did not return. Every now and then I'll have a twinge of pain, but I never had a significant case of plantar fasciitis since having the procedure, the 10X, and the shockwave, along with the dry needling. So this is a brief description of plantar fasciitis and my personal struggles with this chronic condition. The pearls I will leave you are, one, as I had mentioned on another podcast, proper running shoes are key, proper fit. Again, I recommend visiting a running store to make sure you have a shoe that is the proper size. Also, in terms of whether you need a neutral or a stability shoe. Also, of note, if you develop pain or get an injury or sustain an injury, you may need another fit. Prime example is my case. I needed to go from a neutral to a stability shoe after my chronic plantar fasciitis. Two, if you develop pain that lasts more than a couple of days, go see a specialist, whether it be an orthopedic surgeon, your primary care physician, another uh, foot and ankle specialist, such as a diatrist, or if you get evaluated by a physical therapist, make sure someone evaluates you.
because you do not want a minor pain or minor injury to result in a prolonged injury that may require surgery and have you out of running longer than you originally anticipated. I always tell my patients, if you go to a specialist and they tell you immediately to stop running without giving you any alternatives, any treatment plans to seek another opinion. Also, if you have any apprehension or you feel like you're not getting any better, it's always a good idea to seek a second opinion. I, in my two and a half years with plantar fasciitis, sought a number of specialists. And there's nothing wrong with that. It took a series of steps in order to resolve my symptoms. Three, strength training is a must. In order to prevent injuries, a strong core, strong glutes are necessary. If you do not have a strong core or strong muscles, you put extra pressure on small muscles in your foot. For example, your intrinsic muscles. If they're weak, you put extra stress on your plantar fascia. You also can get Achilles tendonitis, shin splints, runner's knee, iliotibial friction band syndrome. I've had all of them. So it's important that you develop a strength program. And if you're injured and you go to therapy and they give you a home exercise program, continue to do those exercises. You don't have to do them every day, but incorporate them in some form or fashion in your weekly routine. That will prevent the injury from reoccurring and also may prevent other injuries. up this episode of running is cheaper than therapy podcast thank you for tuning in please if you already haven't download running is cheaper than therapy podcast on itunes spotify or however you listen to your favorite podcasts if you have any questions comments or possible show topics please email running is cheaper than therapy olb Omaha Love Brown at gmail.com. Again, that is running is cheaper than therapy. O as in Omaha, L as in love, B as in brown at gmail.com. Dr. Brown can also be reached via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Handle We O U I Life L I V E. We O U I Love L O V E. Again, we, O-U-I, life, L-I-V-E, we, O-U-I, love. Thank you, and please tune in again.